What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me once again. Let's get right into it. So one of the biggest things that I feel like I've been thinking about, especially on this journey, um, on this creative journey, but just this journey in general, this healing journey, this growth journey that I've been on, is regarding perfection. And, you know, my entire life, I feel like I've been always like striving to be the perfect X, Y, and Z, the perfect friend, the perfect daughter, the perfect sister, whatever, the perfect creative, the perfect person. And through that journey of just striving for this perfection, I noticed myself just getting unhappy and feeling like, like no matter what I did, I just wasn't good enough, you know, like I just wasn't good enough. I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out perfection and what that looked like for me in any of those different areas of my life. And it was discouraging. It was discouraging. And I feel like it really took me into a really challenging place. And I didn't really know how to shake it. So with that being said, I, I want to talk about why it's important to understand that everything you do or everything you create isn't meant to be perfect. Chasing perfection is beyond unrealistic because what perfect means to each and every one of us over time evolves in and of itself. Um, but also perfection or chasing perfection means that once you attain said perfection, there is no more evolution. There is no more growth. There is nothing. You have reached the pinnacle and that is it. And there's nothing else to, to do with that. Right? So that, that, that by itself is why perfection is unrealistic because it doesn't exist, right? Or shouldn't exist at least, especially if you are trying to learn something new or be better or, you know, create something better, whatever, whatever it is that you're, whatever it is that you're seeking. So once you reach that pinnacle, if there's nothing else to, to, to strive for, then what is the point? You know, um, like by definition, that is what perfection is, is there's nothing else you've, you've done it all. You've made it the best it could absolutely be. Um, actually, I'm curious to see what, what perfection means. So by definition, perfection is the condition, state, or quality of being free or as free as possible from all flaws and defects. And then there's another definition that says the action or process of improving something until it is faultless or as faultless as possible. So if you put that concept or that definition into perspective for your own life, that means that once you reach that ceiling, there is nothing more left. So think about if you were to do that, if you were to strive for, for perfection and um, within your personal, whatever perfection looks like to you, and you reach that, then what? Then what? There's nothing else to strive for. There's nothing else to develop. There's nothing else to, to seek. So, you know, with that thought, I think it's, it's better to maybe pursue or strive for mastery of a skill or mastery of whatever, because in mastery, I feel like that gives us the space to continue to, to grow and to develop and to be a better version of ourselves in, in whatever 
you know, parameters it is. Okay, now I'm curious to see what mastery is by definition. Since we looked up perfection, we might as well do mastery as well. So mastery by definition is a comprehensive knowledge or skill in a subject or accomplishment. So a comprehensive knowledge, meaning you have a good understanding of what it is, but by having a good understanding, that doesn't mean you're done. That means you can continue to have a good understanding. Mastery gives us the permission to always be a student of the game. Whatever the game is for you, mastery gives you the space to be able to do so. Like pursuing mastery as opposed to perfection gives you the space to be like, always be a student, always strive to be better, always strive to continue evolving. And I think that's really important because the truth of the matter is no matter what it is that we want to achieve in life, no matter what it is that we want to pursue, we always have room to be better. There's no ceiling. There shouldn't be a ceiling. You should always seek, even even when you get to the point where you've, you know, accomplished all your dreams and you've met all your heroes and, you know, you're, you're, you're looked at as like a goat, let's say, right? And whatever it is that you're trying to pursue, you should still have a hunger for knowledge and growth and be seeking opportunities that are going to challenge that, that of what you know, because no matter how good you get at something, there's always someone or something you can continue to learn from or, or continue to learn. And that's, that's the beauty of it. And that's what makes things fun, right? Because if I know that I'm busting my chops day in and day out to be perfect and that once I get to perfect, there is nothing else for me, I mean, that's depressing. You know what I mean? That's like, that's like dang. So I'm going to work all this and then what? Whereas mastery keeps it fun, mastery keeps it like, or, or just, you know, just striving to, to continue to be a student of whatever it is that you want to do, keeps it fun, keeps it entertaining, keeps it like it's something to look forward to. And, and I think the beauty of that as well is that things evolve, right? Goals, our goals, our dreams evolve the more we learn and the more we grow. In mastery, you get to a point where like, you start to understand that the goal isn't to be the best at something. The goal is to continue to grow and pour into a passion or a skill or whatever it is, an achievement regularly. Again, the goal wouldn't be to, at the end of that, be the best, be at the top. The goal during the process, no matter where you're at, is to be just a little bit better every day. Side note, actually, that brings me to, wow. So I don't know if you guys have noticed, I always use that, that phrase, be a little better every day. And where that came from was when I was in college. Wow, this kind of taking me back. So when I was in college, I had a counselor that then turned professor. His name is Dr. Fisher. Um, and I'm not going to lie, at the beginning, he got on my nerves. But <laughs> as I started to get to know him, I understood why he got on my nerves. And it's because he challenged everything that I thought I knew. When I was younger, I feel like I had a tendency of, I don't know, my brain, like my head was a little bit inflated. Like if I was good at something or if I knew something, um, I was not the best at receiving feedback or allowing um, myself to continue to be a student of whatever it was. So 
So anyways, I remember going into Dr. Fisher's office one day because I was like, all right, cool. Like I'm here. It's time for me to, to get what I need to get to map out my next steps. And at the time I was going to school to pursue physical therapy. And I remember being like, all right, cool. Like I'm going to Dr. Fisher today to get whatever, whatever classes and courses it is that I need to do so I can hurry up and go, you know, to, to PT school. And I sit down, he goes, you know, what can I help you with? Whatever. And I'm like, all right, Dr. Fisher. So like, here's my plans. Um, right now I'm doing X, Y, and Z. This is my goal and this and that. And he looked at my transcript. He looked at all everything, all my grades and everything. And he looked up at me and he goes, can I ask you why you want to go to school for PT, like for physical therapy? And at that, at that time I had never processed or thought about why I wanted to do that. But I was like, bro, who is this guy? Like, I, I just tell me what classes I got to take, you know? And, um, and he goes, can I ask you why? And I was like, well, I mean, like, I'm passionate about it. I'm this. I'm, and, you know, it's this. And I love helping people. And I love doing this. And I love to lift weights. So, like, I feel like I could just do this and this and this, right? And I just just start rambling. And he goes, the reason why I asked you why is because it's important for you to process why you want something. I'm asking you because based off of what I see here on the screen, it's going to be a absolute journey for you to become a doctor in physical therapy. I'm not saying it's not possible, but I'm saying that your shortcomings when you first started college um, are going to are, are, are gonna be very difficult to overcome. It is possible, but it's going to take a lot of time, a lot of energy, and um, a lot of your capacity. So again, why is it that you want to do this? And it's important to know the why, because if not, then it's not going to be fun and you're not going to be good at it. And it's not because you don't have the ability to be good at it, but if your head isn't in it, it's going to be a nightmare. And I sat there, I remember sitting back and being like, dang, well, the real why is because I want to appease people in my life, you know, and I, I want to have, I've always wanted to be a doctor. Like I always wanted to have a doctor by my name just to say I, I was a doctor, you know? And in that moment, I was like, dang, that was a big paradigm shift for me. Like that shattered so many different beliefs and thoughts that I ever had up to that point. And I can, I can single-handedly say that that was a big pivotal moment for me and how I thought about things. But that moment, from that moment forward, I realized that like, it's important to know why you do things from, from like an internal level. Like it doesn't matter what anybody else wants from you. It doesn't matter what anyone else says. But at the end of the day, you're going to be the one on this journey by yourself. Even if you have people supporting you, you're alone. You're the one doing the work. You're the one spending the time. You're the one doing the things that you have to do. So it's important to understand and know why it is that you're doing something and why it's even important for you to do it. So that was the first time Dr. Fisher changed my life. The second time Dr. Fisher changed my life is when Dr. Fisher became my professor. So I had to take a class in college. It was the very last like credit that you needed to graduate. It was called Keystone. And in Keystone, I took it with Dr. Fisher. And mind you, at this point, I already have Dr. Fisher in the back of my head. I couldn't stand that man. 
because he ruined my dreams of being a doctor of physical therapy, even though deep down he saved my life and he don't even know it. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so I was like, ah, whatever, I got to take Keystone with Dr. Fisher and that. And that that class changed everything for me. And I'm not even saying it in like a it, it forced me to look at life so differently. And from that class forward, I, I know I can can confidently say that my perspective on life changed permanently. In that class, I remember it was day one. He's going through the syllabus. He goes, there is no syllabus, <laughs> like actual syllabus. You know, he's like, this is what I had to make up, whatever, because the school told me to. But there's actually no syllabus. You have a one assignment and the assignment is an ongoing assignment that you have all year. And it's to write in a journal every single day. What you write, how you write it, you know, I don't care. A journal entry could be, I really don't feel like journaling today. Make sure you date it and you have it in there and that's fine. If it works for you, it works for me. And he would check it periodically. He wouldn't like read through the entries, but he would just flip through all the pages. And as the class progressed and he started teaching us about different things, he brought up this Japanese philosophy or I guess concept of Kaizen. The idea behind Kaizen is to encourage you to be consistent and to have progress, like regular daily progress, right? Um, continuous like improvement and, and evolvement of yourself. So the concept basically states that whether it be 0.1%, 1% or 10% every day, the goal is to be better every day and even the smallest bit of progress is still progress forward in the right direction. And that's what we should strive for daily. And that's kind of like ties into like my thought process around mastery is like 0.1% is still progress in the right direction. So that's good. That's what we want, you know? And there are some days where maybe we're not all there. Or we don't really want to, but like that's still progress. You know, with journaling and, and that whole concept that changed my perspective because with that, I saw that like I could see my progress and my growth over time in, in my journal, but it encourages you to be like, okay, cool. I don't have to be a, a, a pro at something like my, the goal shouldn't be to be a pro at something at the end of a journey, but rather to strive to improve at something daily. And I feel like, like having that be the goal allows for giving you the freedom for those goals and that that creation, those, you know, relationships, those whatever it is to evolve and gives them the space to evolve into what it is that they're meant to evolve for whatever point you are in life. Goals, skills, all that stuff should never be fixed, in my opinion. They shouldn't be fixed. They should you should be able to mold and evolve these things that that we strive for because that gives us the space to, again, welcome in new experiences and continue learning. So this was a little bit of a longer video. I know I promised shorter videos, but I really had to kind of like work through that. Um, and it's something that's been on my mind for a very long time. And I wanted to share that with you guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed this video. And if you did like it and you got some good stuff out of it, make sure you share it. And as always, subscribe. New videos every Tuesday. Thank you guys so much. 
I love you and appreciate you very much. And I'm super grateful for each and every one of you. Have a great day.